Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Gimme the Creeps. Hello, hello. I can't wait to see what you have in store for all of us today. You sound very, um, soft. Oh, no. I just yawned. Was it that? Maybe you're just tired. I don't know. Maybe I can't <laughs> fucking hear anything because I listen to my headphones all day long. Oh. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I have a question for you. Okay. Is there anything more terrifying than a kid with an imaginary friend? No. Actually, no. <laughs> I know where this is going now. <laughs> so think about it. We write it off as an overactive imagination, but what if the kid is actually seeing something? <laughs> Stephen King wrote, the root of all human fear is a closed door slightly ajar. The, the things we can't see are almost always more frightening than those we can. Case in point, a Reddit user asked parents to share their creepy stories about their child's imaginary friend, and the responses are a mixture of eerie and creepy. Mm. When I quoted Stephen King, I felt like I was fucking given my valedictorian speech. Mm. Oh my gosh, you're right. They always do that. They do. Oh, <laughs> or at dear. least in movies, they always do that. I think the younger generations are going to say, in the words of London from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Get out of here. Or like some other pop culture reference. <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear one of those. Cute. Okay. Okay. So here we are with our first story. And it's not just parents. It's like all anyone that interacts with a child. Yes. Um, okay, so here we go. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. <laughs> Some of these, like, legitimately scared me yesterday. Oh, or, dear. No, not yesterday. Saturday. Hmm? Oh, and I do want to say, oh, my God, that scared me. Oh, that scared me, too. Uh, Who's there? They're just kidding. They knock again. I actually don't know what that was, unless they slammed the front door, but I don't know. Anyways, oh. There goes the dog. Don't tell me they left me by myself. <gasps> what if? Probably. I think they left me. <sighs> okay. Don't worry. I'm here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. So I wanted to say, because a lot of, I found a lot of lists um, that were like years old, like, you know, like from like 2000. 11 2012 so like everyone has heard these stories and um mm -hmm. i actually found one uh reddit thread that was like i think it said it was 10 months old Ooh, so nice. they're new and fresh mixed in with the old and stale wonderful yes so hopefully you actually haven't heard any of these and they scare the shit out of you good you're going to shit your pants. I'm very excited. All right. Here we go. Our youngest daughter asked us to keep our bedroom door open because her imaginary friend couldn't open doors. We laughed it off and figured she was just afraid and wanted to be able to see us or know we were home if she woke up in the middle of the night. The next day, I casually asked her what her friend did at night, 
and she said that she liked to stand at the end of our bed and watch us sleep. Mm. We asked how often she speaks to her, and she said she really only likes to talk and come out at night. We asked her to draw a picture of her friend, and the drawing showed really sharp teeth and a lump on her head. We eventually moved, and her friend didn't come with us, but our daughter said she'd probably find us. (laughs) That was eight years ago, and we haven't heard about her since we moved. I hope she's lost. Oh, yeah, that's fucking scary. Oh, my God. Nocturnal. And that is reason 5,079 why I don't fucking have kids. Right. Right. <laughs> Terrifying. Okay, so the next. We were walking home from a neighbor's house when we walked past a drain hole cover. My son stopped and looked down at the rainwater and said there's a little boy drowning down there his name is karika the name is a combination between two norwegian names kari which is a female name and ka which is a male name my son is only three years old and we don't know anyone by these names and i certainly didn't think he knew what drowning meant he usually doesn't speak about it anymore but sometimes he wakes up at night and just points at his pram and says, Karika, don't want to sleep. Mm. Fuck that. <sighs> Man, it is the Red Bulls that fucking do this to me. Do what? I feel like I just fucking ran a marathon. Oh, and your your heart's like mm-hmm. going fast. Eee. But I need it. <laughs> yep. Okay. My oldest, when he, when she was four, had an imaginary friend named Jack who lived under our back porch, and he liked to shove sticks down people's throats. <laughs> I discouraged playtime with Jack. Oh, my gosh. That one was short and sweet. Dear God. <laughs> when my daughter was a toddler, she randomly started talking about a man named Don. She always described him the same way and didn't seem scared at all, despite bringing him up every day. She didn't go to daycare, and we didn't know anyone named Don. Then one day, she got completely freaked out and wouldn't walk around the house alone in case she ran into Don. And she wouldn't sleep in her own room and would talk about how she hated him because he said mean words to her all the time. Hmm. About a year into Mean Don... We bought a new house, and once we moved, she never spoke of him again. That's fucking oh. scary. I know. I don't like the mean ones. You've seen yeah. The Sixth Sense, right? Yeah. That reminded me of that woman that, like, is screaming. Oh, the one in the kitchen? Yes. Yeah. Ew. Anyway. But she was screaming at her husband, wasn't she? I think, yeah, she – It is. I was assuming that she was abused by him or something. Mm-hmm. She had, like, a black eye. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but still, whenever kids are, like, afraid, afraid, it's like, oh, no. hmm <laughs> When my daughter was four years old – it's always four. When that my daughter was four years old – age. Yeah. And that also <laughs> coincides with the whole um, reincarnation thing. Like, that's usually about the time that they start talking about right. it. Right. Right, they they um can say what yeah exactly because they can talk at that age usually. Mm-hmm. Whoa, mm. crazy. 
So when my daughter was four years old, she had two friends when we lived in a rental house. One was named Samantha, and Samantha would insist on staying in my daughter's room most of the time. Then my daughter would say that Samantha had to go to bed, and we asked where her bed was. She very nonchalantly told us she she leaves the house when it gets dark and goes out the back door to sleep under the grass. Uh, We opted not to investigate further. Oh, my God. And then the other friend, who was a man, that she called him monstrest monstrest or something close to that Mm. that's what the mom said uh he was very nice according to her and had long black hair and wore tan pants and funny shoes with no shirt she said he was usually covered in blue and white and would come walk around the house in the yard hang around and listen to music if we had some on and would stand in the front yard until morning we We've since moved out of that house, and she has not uttered one thing about either friend visiting. Lord. That second one didn't sound so scary, but that first one, Yeah, for real. My youngest niece had an imaginary friend, and when my sister told me about it, she said, ask her what she looks like. Okay, what what does she look like? Um, Broken pieces. What? Oh, why is she broken, sweetie? She fell from our tree. (laughs) Nip. Whoa. She fell from our tree. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Ooh, that reminded me of the lady with the cracked um, bones in old. Ew, I know. Um, When my cousin and I were kids, she casually mentioned she had a friend named Harold who lived in the picture frames. Their entire hallways were lined with picture frames, and she would always hold her breath when she walked by them. Anyway, one day we were hanging out in their unfurnished basement, and she pointed to a beam in the far back corner and stated very bluntly that that's where Harold sleeps. Mm. Dude. First of all, Mm-mm. that you, that the little girl is holding her breath right. as she's passing the pictures, <gasps> like he can't wake see him me. Up. Oh my god, to not wake him up! Oh my god, mm. it reminds me of Spirited Away. Like they tell he, uh, what the fuck's his name? Um, god damn it, what's his name? I don't know. You've never seen Spirited Away? No. I was gonna Not say all the way through. Kamaji, but that's the boiler man. Uh, Dang it. God damn it. Fuck. I don't remember his name. Dang. Um, but anyways, they're they're trying to cross the bridge to go to the bathhouse. And mm-hmm. the boy tells the little girl, the boy is a spirit and the little girl is a human. And mm-hmm. he tells her she needs to hold her breath and no one, none of the other spirits will see her. Oh. And she ends up fucking breathing and they fucking see her. But no. um, that's what it reminded me of. Like, I don't know. And then in the comments I was reading, people were saying they remember doing that, like, when they would pass, like, cemeteries and stuff. Or, like, when something scary was happening or you thought, like, there was a boogeyman in your room, you would, like, hold your breath until you thought it was gone. 
And I was oh. like, I don't remember doing that. But um, a lot of people remembered it. Weird. That's creepy. That makes sense to try to be quiet. Yeah. And hide. Ew, that is really creepy. She didn't want to wake Harold. Mm. <laughs> When my daughter was three, she had an imaginary friend named Kelly who lived in her closet. Mm. Kelly sat in a little rocking chair while she slept, playing with her. Oh, while she slept, uh, played with her, etc. Typical imaginary friend shit. Anyway, fast forward two years later, the wife and I are watching the new Amityville, the one with Ryan Reynolds. Mm. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're watching the new Amityville, the one with Ryan Reynolds, and our daughter walks out right when the dead girl goes all black eyes, like she turns into something scary. Mm -hmm. And far from being disturbed, she said, that looks like Kelly. And we asked, (sighs) Kelly, who? And she said, you know, the dead girl that lived in my closet? dead she understood oh Oh, well this was two years after she was five by this point oh that she wasn't scared is amazing right exactly Mm -mm. i just felt something touching my leg i'm gonna freak out stop it i really did don't do this to me i'm in my closet should i turn (gasps) who's in here i have a mirror on the wall too you're in your closet, and that is that where weird. Kelly stayed. Oh, Kelly, you here right now, girl? What you doing? Ew. What if while I'm editing, I hear a little voice? Stop it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're never going to get through right. this fucking episode. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's another short one. Um, my son said that he didn't want to go to church because... My invisible friends say they can't follow me in there. <gasps> I like that one. I think that, that one is favorite. intense. Yeah. I think that one. Whoa. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> when my younger brother was around four, he had an imaginary friend named Victoria Meadowbrook. He told Ooh. us that she was the prettiest girl ever and that she floated above his bed at night. Mm, delightful god damn it it's always like something cute and then all of a sudden they get really fucking scary yeah (laughs) this next one's good too i think this one i've heard before actually but when my kid was four we were watching a documentary on the titanic the scene was a picture of the schematics of the boiler room and the camera panned from left to right over the plans My kid pointed at the TV and said, that's wrong. The boilers were on the other side, and I was right here. And he pointed to a small space in the boiler room. That's where I was, and that's why I don't like water now. Whoa. Past life alert. (laughs) Yeah. That one's not really imaginary, friend, but that is really fucking scary. For real. My cousin was a few years younger than me, and he had an imaginary friend called Mookie. Mookie wasn't human, but some kind of alien monster thing. Uh, It used to freak me out when I'd hear a noise behind me at my grandparents' house, and my cousin would calmly say, it's only Mookie. He just wants to see you. Mm. (laughs) I'd smack the shit out of that kid. (laughs) Right? I'd be like, show yourself, Mookie. 
Don't be saying that. Don't be saying that kind of shit. <laughs> I, do people like tell their kids like they aren't real and try to convince them to stop? I wonder. I'm sure there's some people that do that. There's a or lot of parents like, though that just play into it. They're like, okay. right? They'll, they're like, oh, they'll pass this phase mm-hmm. soon, hopefully. <laughs> Unless it's not a phase. Jesus. Oui. Spooky. My son has always talked about the green lights that come visit him. Ooh. So my four-year-old says, the green lights came to me again last night. And we said, oh, okay, are they friendly? And he said, they don't have mouths. And sometimes mm-hmm. they go into your room. What the no. That is terrifying. Yeah, when they include, like, the thing interacting with, like, the parents or, like, going into their room, that is so fucking scary. It's like, why? Why are they going into my room? Mm -hmm. Tell me more. My son had an imaginary friend he called Dark. Uh, (laughs) He was only three at the time, and he would say, hear it? See it? (laughs) No. He would ask... Or we would ask what he was talking about, and he would say, dark. There was only one room in our house he would say this in, and it was in our basement. He said, dark didn't like when my son would tell us about him. Oh, my gosh. We got the house blessed after my son told us dark had a dog, and the dog's name was Keeper. Uh, After the blessing, he never talked about Dark or Keeper again. Can you imagine? It worked. But spooky. the dog, like, why? Right. I wonder. Ugh, no, I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> when my sister was probably about six or seven, she had an imaginary friend named Emily. She told us Emily lived in her closet, wore an old black dress, and had long dark hair, and she was the same age as my sister. My sister played with Emily constantly, and my parents started noticing my sister acting weird, just sitting in the middle of her room, whispering to Emily quite a bit, and acting a lot more distant towards them. I remember a very specific day. My brother was walking by her room. Oh, my God. I'm scaring myself. (laughs) I remember a very specific day. My brother was walking by her room and my sister was sitting in the middle of her room. But she turned around and hissed at him. What? And it scared him shitless. And he told me it didn't even look like my sister. Wee. Um, my parents ran up to her room and I could hear my sister just screaming and screaming as loud as she could get out. Uh, I have no idea what happened in that room, but I ran to the bottom of my stairs and the screaming stopped. I saw my parents holding my sister, crying their eyes out. She was sobbing as well. I've asked her about it today. She's 24 now. And she told me that Emily used to tell her to do horrible things to herself. She actually used to wake up on the roof and not remember how she got there. I'm not kidding. (gasps) Apparently, apparently Emily absolutely hated my parents, so she turned my sister against them. Ew. She hates talking about it, so I never brought up that specific night. And this all happened at my old house. And when we moved into a different house, Emily was gone. 
I'm not making any of this up. My sister's little friend was a real big deal to my family and messed things up for a long time. I'm just relieved we left that house. Jeez, that's intense. That one was, that one gave me the creeps. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, this is just dialogue, but um, but says, I'm talking to Miss Lady. Who's Miss Lady? The white lady with black eyes and long fingernails. Mm-mm. I'd be like, you need to watch that show, they. Excuse me? Mm, that reminded me of that show, they, on Prime. That's a scary ass show. It's a show or it's a movie? Like an actual it's a show? show. Um, it's where that um, there's a black family that moves into like an all white neighborhood in the fifties, I think, and it's actually pretty good. It's very scary. I actually um, think I know what you're talking lady about. In there. Oof, she's so scary. Mm-mm. Um, my son from the age of three always tells me about the creeper man who lives in my mom and dad's bedroom. Mm. He brought it up after he visited after he he brings it up after he visits them. I made the mistake once of asking what he looks like and my son said, "Oh, he doesn't have a face." Mm. No. That's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> like why the fuck I would never ask. I would never ask. And they're not afraid. It's like, what? And they don't, like, it's, I don't know. They're never just like, oh, he's just a blonde man with blue eyes. Or, you know, a a Mexican woman with beautiful, long, curly hair. Mm. No. They're hideously horrifying. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're just like, no big deal. They're my friend. While changing my daughter in front of the open closet door, she kept looking around and laughing. I asked her what was so funny, and she said, the man, to which I replied, what man? She then pointed at the closet and said, the man with the snake neck. I turned Absolutely her- not. <laughs> I turned around and nothing was there. I'm afraid to look into the history of my house to see if anyone hung themselves in the closet, but at mm. least she wasn't scared. Mm-mm. Mm. That is fucking ridiculous the snake Mm. neck I'd be like what in the fuck are you talking about Mm -mm. this one's funny Um, (laughs) in high school one of my best friends had a little sister who was five or six years old one day we stopped by his place completely high (laughs) but we stopped because he needed to get his magic cards (laughs) Of course. While waiting for him to come downstairs, his sister comes up to me and says, Icy told me to ask you if you know when you're going to die. I laughed nervously. Morbid question, right? But I knew all about Icy, her imaginary friend. I even helped her draw a picture of him once. So I played along and said, no, of course not. No one knows that. Hopefully when I'm very old. The girl shook her head sadly and said, no, Icy wants me to tell you it'll be tonight. And with uh, that, she just walked away. Um, if I hadn't been stoned, I probably would have laughed. Instead, I spent the rest of the evening paranoid as fuck that something <laughs> bad was going to happen to me. <laughs> oh, no. I would be, that would be me 
I'd be like, hey, just take me back home. Just take me home. <laughs> right. Wear a helmet, put pads on. It's like Final Destination. Oh, stop it. Yeah, he like safety proofs everything. <laughs> I would definitely go home and just go to sleep. <laughs> Scary. Ooh, yeah, for real. Uh, a parent of one of my students told us in a meeting that she was concerned because her son, who's seven years old, talked about an invisible ghost who would talk to him and play with him in his room. She said the ghost was called the captain and was an old white guy with a beard. Mm. The kid would tell his mom that the captain told him when he grows up, his job will be to kill people. And the captain would tell him (laughs) who needed to be killed. And then the kid would cry and say he doesn't want to kill when he grows up. But the captain tells him if he doesn't have that, he doesn't have a choice and he'll get used to killing after a while. Oh my God. That is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I would be so concerned, like instant therapy. Right. Because say it's an accident the first time he kills somebody and then that's when he realizes he's a psychopath. Oh, my God. Oh and he God. becomes – he, like, tries not to become a serial killer. I'm, like, writing a whole show on this one story. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying not to, but he can't fight the urge. Spooky. That does sound like a really good show, doesn't it? Right. Because, I mean, Isn't I'm sure – is that Dexter? I've never seen Dexter. But I'm I literally sure I, was I've just thinking about that. But no. Because he hates killing, but he only mm-hmm. kills bad people or something, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but he, I don't think he hates it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I've only watched a couple episodes of that. Interesting. Um, okay, hold on. Did I finish this? Oh, damn it. I finished it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I lived in a very old house in a neighborhood that was predominantly Hispanic with my little sisters. And according to my mom, we each had an imaginary friend called the little brown boy. Cool. I was the first one to see him, then my sister, and then my other sister. And we had all forgotten him by the time the next sister saw him. That's weird. Uh, so he would apparently be super nice to us at first and we would play with him. And then out of nowhere, he would be absolute, we would be absolutely terrified of him and not want to go to our room where he lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were all about four years old when we saw him. Oh, we moved out a few years later, but the people who moved in next apparently have said their little daughter has an imaginary friend that she calls the mean boy. Mm. That is good. Mm-mm. So the next two are going to be about angels and they're kind of fucking scary. Oh. Uh, when my brother was little, he acted like he had angels talking to him every second. One day, my mom overheard him say, I can't kill him. He's my only dad. Whoa. Can you fucking imagine? I would be petrified. Oh, my God. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Oh, this one's really short and sweet, but I added it because it was about angels, too. But my mom told me when I was three that I saw what could only be described as a giant angel on our roof. And apparently he scared the shit out of me. I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if it was like the true form of an angel. 
Right, because those are supposed to be pretty scary looking. Mm-hmm. Ew. I saw a TikTok about that the other day. <laughs> Spooky. Uh-uh. Mm, this one's creepy. When I was 16, I babysat twins who were in the third grade at the time. They always spoke of a man in an Easter Bunny costume, and they were terrified of him. One day I was babysitting, and two and one twin was in the shower. His brother and I were sitting downstairs watching TV when all of a sudden he said, you need to go check on Matt. Seconds later, Matt yelled, he's in here, he's in here. I ran upstairs and I had to check every room before he would calm down. I'm not sure which part of the experience freaked me out the most. All of it? Whoa. What the fuck? Psychics. And the twin thing is there. Yeah. Okay, so this is kind of creepy. I'm an adult that says I don't believe in ghosts and such, but then I think of this experience and I wonder what the fuck is wrong with me being so stupid. (laughs) I'd hardly call it a friend, but when I was younger, like 12, I lived with my brother and his family. We moved to a house and one of my nieces, who was about four, maybe five, would avoid certain corners of the house. She was scared of the green lady. Uh, Pretty much always the same corner in the family room, but on a couple occasions, she'd move. So her big sister, who was about nine at the time, would pick on her. She would throw her toys in that corner, and my little niece would avoid it like the plague. Then one day, her big sister pushed her into that corner. And I swear, I've never in my life have heard such a blood-curdling scream. No. Never again have I yet, and I hope to never hear that kind of scream again. She didn't even run away from the corner. She was backed into it looking upwards. (gasps) The fear had us scared, I think. And my niece never messed with her little sister about that corner again. And none of us really fucked with that corner. Friends thought we were joking when they'd come over and we'd casually say, oh, and stay away from that corner because we're pretty sure an evil ghost lives there. So when did the green lady move? Here's the fucked up part. According to my niece, my brother and his wife were discussing moving out of the house and the green lady did not like that. And at bedtime, she followed them into their Mm. room. No, I'm so scared right now. Mm. That's the one time she left the corner. Son of a bitch. Oh, this is really... Um, Okay. The other time, my sister-in-law got pregnant and the green lady got mad again. She moved to the nursery and would stay in there. During Mm. this time, uh, we lived there about two and a half years my sister-in-law was having twins but lost one the surviving twin was born with spinal meningitis and all kinds of shit wrong it was at least a month before he got to come home then my my sister-in-law developed cervical cancer Ah. and her mom who uses a walker fell in the fucking pool and injured herself no And we couldn't keep pets alive anymore. We had a golden retriever, a cocker spaniel, a cat, and a couple pet rats and a guinea pig. The dogs got sick with pancreatic cancer and tumors growing on their sides. 
Our cat got run over. The guinea pig got sick and the rats were fine until my sister-in-law's mom forgot to take the towel cover off the cage on a hot day and it cooked my niece's rat. No. We finally moved the fuck out, but we all agreed even after all this time that something was wrong with that place and that whatever the green bitch was, she was fucking evil and was probably what made so many horrible things go wrong while we lived there. Ew. That is we. Yeah, that's horrible. <sighs> um, okay. His name was Mr. Nobody. He started as the person the kids would blame if one of them forgot to flush the toilet. And then his mythology evolved. For the record, all of this was conceived by three of my kids who at the time were six, five, and three years old. Mr. Nobody has no eyes, no teeth, no tongue, and no nose. He doesn't wear pants and leaves the used toilet paper between his butt cheeks so you can tell where he is by his smell. What the fuck? He doesn't wear a shirt but has a pocket cut into his skin where he keeps the key to our house. Ew. He can be invisible and he's had a beard since he was a baby and he bites off his fingernails and then drips blood where he walks. Ew. Thankfully, it's been a few years since Mr. Nobody has been in our house, but that is fucking scary. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Oh, this one is creepy. Uh, When my son first learned to talk, he would tell us about something called Purple Mommy. It could be an imaginary friend, but these details are a little bit creepy. Here's a few of the purple mommy details. Purple mommy is all purple with long hair and bright all white eyes. And at the time he mixed up purple with black. So he could have meant that she was all black. That's Mm. weird. Purple mommy picks him up at night and turns off the lights. Mm. We would often find my son out out of his crib in the morning, which would mean him crawling over the railing and to the ground at a time when he was barely walking. And we've definitely found the lights in his room off a few times too, even though he's terrified of the dark. Mm. Uh, Purple mommy needs a bandage, a bandage because she has blood everywhere. And purple mommy has no smile, meaning no mouth. And Mm. purple mommy can take her head off. (gasps) Oh, And Purple Mommy really doesn't like Daddy, like his real dad. Ew, oh no. He told us all of this stuff for maybe a year or a little more. If we ever asked where she was, he'd always point to the same spot, a corner of the room behind his open closet door. No! Mm, No! mm -mm, Behind the door? No. Mm -mm. (sighs) He would also wake up crying almost every night during this time. Once during a really rough night, my wife went to ask him what's wrong. And his answer was purple mommy won't let me sleep. Oh, oh my God. That's horrible. I just thought I heard something. I'm getting scared. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, and I still have a waist. <laughs> oh, Jesus, please. Where's my my daughter started, huh? I said, where's my rosary, but. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter started saying Bob before she learned how to say mama or dada. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. She would say it all the time at random times. One time in the nursery, rocking her to sleep, she said it. And so I asked, who's Bob? And she pointed up at the corner of the ceiling behind me. Mm-hmm. All of that. No, 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 no. <sighs> wow. Um, this one is pretty crazy too. So my son had an imaginary friend named Bored, but they spelled it Bored like I'm bored. But she also thinks it might be Bored like a piece of wood. She wasn't mm-hmm. she wasn't sure how it what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only ever imagine my son asking his name and the friend saying I'm bored. <laughs> Uh oh no 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 okay anyway um uh, uh he met him when we moved to an old house oh my god that scared me the friend was unnerving at best and he had mean cats and lived in the wall the fuck mean cats uh no sometimes my son would like board. But other times he would tell us that he was mad at board because he was being mean and not letting him sleep. <sighs> Sometimes board would lock the door to his room and let no one in or out. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my god! It was really freaky. But for the most part, he played. He liked playing outside with him, except for when board would try to get him to play in the road. Oh no! What the? Fast forward sometime later, we're walking past the cemetery bar by our house and he walks in there, points to a circle of trees. I'm talking five or at least eight foot tall trees and says, that's where Bored is from. I look Um, in between the trees and lo and behold, a gravestone is inside. What? Uh, Absolutely covered by these trees and vines, but still barely visible. We moved soon thereafter, and Bored did not follow. Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, God. This one is very scary. Uh, mm. Well, it's not that scary. It just freaks me out because I think I see shit. But, okay. Uh. In the past, I've seen things out the corner of my eye and then glanced to see nothing there. Oh, God. No. Of course, I figured that's just my eyes being weird, and I stopped paying attention to those things. Well, my daughter is currently a toddler and recently had I recently had her sitting on my lap while I was reading a book. I saw something in the corner of my eye as usual and my daughter quickly looked over. She then stared wide-eyed at nothing and watched it cross through the room. Since then, it's happened two more times. She's not at the point where she can communicate what she's looking at, but she's getting there. If it happens again, I plan to ask her what she's seeing. No, no, no. Why would you do that? Why? You don't want to know. Yeah. <sighs> My youngest sister, four at the time, had an imaginary friend named Paris Jarris. <laughs> My dad had built her a small playhouse in our backyard where my mom could see and hear her while she was in the kitchen. My sister would have tea parties and such with her imaginary friend. One day, mom heard her say, don't worry, as long as I'm alive, they won't hurt you. She paused and said, well, if you do that, then I can't help you. It's not nice to kill people. <gasps> when my mom asked her what that was about, my sister said, sometimes I have to tell Paris to be nice, to be a nice person or he can't visit anymore. 
Whoa. We moved not long afterwards, and she did not get a new playhouse. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Oh, God. That's scary. Weird. Um, okay. I don't remember anything about my friend other than his name. His name was Jimmy, and he supposedly was a demon. My mom tells me that I would have full conversations with my window frame, assuming that's where he would stay, and only stop talking when she noticed. She said she'd asked me where Jimmy came from, and I told her he died and came back from the ground. She never asked about him again, and I don't remember him at all. Mm. He just assumes he's a demon because you, he said that he came back from the ground. I guess. Weird. Okay. So this next one has context at the beginning. My bedroom was in the attic. That's the context. So when my brother was four, he told me about the man who lived in the attic. Apparently, we would hear someone walking around in the attic when I wasn't in there. Oh, he would hear someone walking around in the attic when I wasn't in there. He said he'd seen someone's head poking out of the hatch watching him at night. (gasps) And that he was sorry that he'd been too scared to do anything about the man in my bedroom. Fucking Jesus Christ. Ew. uh, No. I can't. I no longer live with him, but I was talking to the same brother who's now 10 about him taking the bigger attic bedroom now that it's empty. And my youngest brother, who's five, immediately answered, but where will the man live? That's for him to decide. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Okay, this is also dialogue. Um, an exchange between one of the students, five years old, and my student teaching placement in my student teaching placement and myself. What do you want to write about? Jack. Oh, who's Jack? He's my invisible friend. Oh, okay. Well, tell me something about Jack. He's dead. Jeez. Children are so like I know, and they're so blunt. You're just like, oh, okay, cool. It's like, but the way that they say shit, they don't even mean to be scary. But that's it's comes. That's what makes it scary. (laughs) 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 Okay, my cousin had a friend called Monkey Man. (laughs) (laughs) My auntie asked him why he was called that, and he said it's because he just hung in the corner of the room. Which, of course, freaked her out. Demonic. He would always wave at the window as they left and say, Monkey Man is hanging at the window. Mm. Long story short, she did some research and the houses were built over mine shafts and suicide was common. And I still feel like someone's watching every time I walk past. Oh, God. My bowels are boiling. (laughs) (sighs) A little after I was born, oh, this one's terrifying. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Brace yourself. Uh, a little after I was born, my older sister, Julia, had an imaginary friend named Jessica. She was Julia's friend for a long time when things started to get a little weird. At first, my parents shrugged it off as a normal occurrence, but after a while, they began to believe that our house was haunted. One night, as my parents put me, about one years old, to sleep, I began to cry and point at the corner. My mom was still in there and began to try to comfort me, but I continued to cry and point at the same corner. 
All of a sudden, Julia walks into my room and points at the corner and yells, Jessica, stop it. Immediately, I stop crying and Julia says, like, it's completely normal that sometimes Jessica likes to put on scary masks and scare people. My mom, who was understandably freaked out, stammers to my sister, tell Jessica that if she can't play nice, she can't play here at all. A couple weeks go by and Julia tells my mom that her eyes turn green when she's mad and her voice gets deeper. This part, I'm not sure if she meant Jessica or herself, but you'll see what I mean later. But uh, my mom didn't know how to respond to this and just said, okay. (laughs) Eventually, Julia outgrows her imaginary friend and stops playing with her. A year and a half later, my little sister, Abby, begins to talk. She then goes on to tell us about her friend that no one else can see. She then tells my mom about how her eyes turn green when she is upset. I guess it is Jessica that the eyes turn green. Um, I remember this distinctly because she dropped a pan and it scared me. She asked Abby what her name was and she said, Jessica. Whoa. No. Yeah. My six-year-old son had this imaginary friend who started out quite normal, but then began telling him he didn't like me and dad. Like my son freely told me this and then was whispering ideas to him about hurting or upsetting me and the pets. Oh no. I decided to not make a big deal out of it, but tried to discourage chats about the imaginary friends friend. I could always tell if my son thought the imaginary friend was there as he had a certain uncomfortable look at times. Meal times when they were all together, when we were all together, etc. Sometimes I would ask and my son would say, he's in the hall and won't come in because you're here. He told me to try and bite you. What the? I would feel watched from the hall and or feel like the atmosphere change, etc. Unbeknownst to my, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Unbeknownst to my son. Upon the advice of a friend, I tried sprinkling salt across doorways, herb cleansing, and saying prayers, etc. And the whole atmosphere in the house lightened. A couple of days later, while my son was playing happily in the living room, I couldn't stand the suspense anymore and asked uh, if his imaginary friend was not there. My son said no, and I'm a bit glad. I tried to keep it light and said, well, that's good then. My son said, but he's just out there and he points to the front of the house and he's watching us through the window. Oh, Oh, my God. Why? Why are they always just watching? I don't. Yeah, for real. Why? And why? What do they look? What do they want? What can they do to you? Oh, my God. And it's getting dark outside and I'm freaking out. Oh, my God, please. Yeah. I need to hurry. I'm going to just zoom through. (laughs) Beat the dark. I used to hallucinate, hear voices at night when I was around four. They used to say shit like, is he asleep yet? No, he's just pretending. And then I'd hear footsteps running to my room and sometimes actually shit myself and they'd laugh. (laughs) That's when I wasn't actually getting beaten up by them in my dream. In a dream. It was just my parents and I at the house and it wasn't my parents. 
I called them the bad boys in the kitchen. What the fuck? Mm. They were mean to him. They hit him. Okay. No. Uh, I'm 39 now, and my son, who's six, once told me that his friend Ben said he used to make me poop my pants when I was little. Whoa. I laughed it off, but my son gave me accurate details of the house and mentioned the bad boys in the kitchen and how they used to beat me up, which disturbed me or which disturbed him because I'm his hero and no one can beat up dad. I literally froze and felt like I was four again. I asked who Ben was and he said it was his imaginary friend. I told him Ben is a liar and was just jealous and not to worry about it. I haven't slept properly since that day. (laughs) I mean, geez. Yeah, that's very specific. Oh my God. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to handle any of that. No. Oof. Uh, I liked to play under the table as a kid, as one does, but my grandfather always hated it. He never said anything to me about it when I was growing up, though, and I found out why a while back. Apparently, as a kid, I didn't have a recurring imaginary friend, but one day this happened. Why are you under the table? Get up here. I'm feeding him. Feeding who? Get up here now. The devil. What? The devil ain't real. Get in your chair. He is real. But that's okay, Poppy. You'll see him soon. Oh, he said he's going to hell. Yeah. And then he says, the thing is, I didn't have any food with me. So what the fuck was I feeding the devil? What? Your soul. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, my God. Ew. Um, when my when my kids were young they shared an imaginary friend they called Mr. Window when I asked them why the funny name they said it's because he stands in the garden and looks at them through the kitchen window no No. other interaction he just watches and no it wasn't a neighbor or a random stalker slash intruder at least not a living one what Uh, uh oh my goodness (sighs) no Imagine walking over to the window to shut the blinds or whatever, and you see eyes just at the Dude, very that bottom, is li- like, looking. Truly, my worst fucking fear. That used to scare me. Literally, I remember telling my aunt one time that I could picture it. It wasn't really there, but like I told her I was afraid of like my my parents had this huge window in their bedroom upstairs um, at our house in San Antonio, and we were all hanging out in there one time. And I told my aunt, like, sometimes I'm scared to, like, go open the curtains in case there's, like, a man, with, like, with his eyes pressed up against the window. And she mm-hmm. was like, that's that's not going to happen. It's okay. But I don't know why I thought that. Because, first of all, he would have to be floating to be at that Word. window. Mm-hmm. Oh! I'm scared How myself. How old were you? I think I was, like, nine. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. Creepy. It was weird. Uh, my nephew currently has an imaginary friend who he calls Dottie. Dottie is a girl who can't walk and has to crawl to get to places. She Mm -hmm. never plays with him, but watches him play with his toys and follows him around, sometimes around at night. He talks about Dottie often, and I'm super fucking terrified of stepping into my sister's house now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I definitely. grabs her ankle? No. (laughs) I'm scared. I'm scared. (laughs) Uh, you trip over something. I wait. Stop and you're like, oh. it. Stop it right now. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck did I just trip on? <laughs> Don't 
do this to me. <sighs> I was taking my three-year-old niece for ice cream one evening. I strapped her into her car seat in the back seat. As I started driving, my niece asked if Jacob, the imaginary friend, could get an ice cream too. I jokingly said, Jacob can get his own ice cream. I laughed and said, just kidding, we'll get Jacob an ice cream. She didn't respond, so I looked in the rearview mirror, and I couldn't see very much because it was dark. What I could see was my niece's face. She looked angry, and I was about to reassure her that I was kidding, but I realized she wasn't looking at me. She was looking at something near my ear towards the back of my head. Then she says, I said, no, Jacob, be nice. No, she didn't mean it. The fuck? I would have pulled right the fuck over and been like, both of y'all get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Take your little friend and y'all go get your own ice cream. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He was going to pull her hair or something. Be like, well, I'm taking you right back to where you came from. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I thought I just saw one of my lights flicker. Oh. Dude, one of my medicines, the side effects is a tingly scalp. And no. that's the feeling I get when I'm scared, right? Like, that's what happens when I right. get scared. So it's, like, permanently mm. happening. And no. I can't – it's, like, the worst right now. Oh, gosh. That's horrible. Okay. Uh, not something I heard, but a story I told. I had an – that was stupid. Why would you start out with that? <laughs> God. <laughs> I had an imaginary friend that used to talk to me a lot when I was around eight years old. It wasn't one I made up, but one that found me. Uh. He was a guy in brown pants, a green jacket, red shirt, and had red eyes. I only Uh. saw him when I was walking home from the bus stop. No one else could see him, and they kept asking who I was talking to and would freak out when I said, Bartholomew. And Bartholomew did not like my parents. He hated them. He blamed them for not letting me play with him after dark because that's the only time everyone could see him. Uh, I fortunately never played with him after dark because my parents were very strict about curfew and I'm glad they did. Turns out there was a pedophile named Bartholomew who killed himself in that neighborhood. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's creepy. I'd be like, I don't want to fucking go outside in the dark what's wrong with you yeah ew, ew. oof because my parents were how old did he say he was damn it. eight years old because my parents were very strict about curfew get the fuck out of here of course they were yeah You're like what the fuck you're eight years old no one's gonna let you be outside i yeah in the dark yeah. mm-mm Nope, nope. Unless this was the 80s when no one give a shit. But right. usually once the street lights came on, you had to go home. Yeah, exactly. It'd be home in time for dinner yeah. or, you know, before dark. They'd say be uh-huh. home before dark. It was always <gasps> dark. Yeah, it was always right before dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. My son was two or three and always had a bunch of imaginary friends. The most frequently mentioned were Monkey Boy and the Cowboy. So when I first read this, I was like, was it a cowboy, like a person, or was it like a cowboy? You know what I mean? Ew, that's because monkey boy. <gasps> you know, I don't know. Right, I don't I'm know, scared. but I don't, it doesn't. Uh, so when my son was two, he woke up one night screaming. I ran in his room, and he was terrified. He kept pointing at the corner and saying that monkey boy was bad. 
I ended up picking my son up and putting him in bed to sleep with me. The next time he was three and we were taking a walk with his younger sister in the stroller. I'm pushing the stroller and he's walking just behind me. He keeps saying, ow, stop it or please stop. I keep looking behind me at him and I see nothing. I stop and I ask him what's hurting him. And he says, the cowboy's hurting me, mommy. I tell him that there is no cowboy bias. And he says, yes, there is. It's the cowboy in my head. Uh, I would instantly be like, we're taking you to the doctor. Yeah. Are you seeing things? Yeah. Like in your head. Oh, yeah. For real. My three-year-old started talking about her friend Arlo, telling us stuff she did that was funny. We assumed she was talking about a friend of hers from school and made up stories about them playing together, but we came to find out that there was no Arlo at her school. Around this time, it got warmer outside and a new ice cream man started coming around. You scared the absolute shit out of me. No, because I'm reading these scary stories. I don't know if I'm relieved or not that my closet door is a frosted glass. Oh, no. That's terrifying. Why or is it not solid? I wish it was solid wood. It's like a sliding. It like slides into the wall. That's scary. But I don't know if I'm relieved that I can see kind of through it or if I... No. What if you see a silhouette and then there's nobody there? I know. Or there's hands. <laughs> oh, good. Hunter is home. <laughs> it's perfect timing. Just heard his cough. <laughs> the dog's What name? if I went out there and he's not there? Oh my god. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <gasps> around this time, it got warmer outside and a new ice cream man started coming around. Our daughter wanted to know why he played music, and we obviously didn't want to listen to her beg for ice cream six times a day all summer long. So we told her that he's just the music man and comes by to play music. <laughs> oh. This was right when the lockdown was in full effect. Oh, my God. That was recent. Recently. See, this is one of the recent stories. Uh, and there wasn't much to do. She hadn't hung out with many other kids in the past couple of weeks. So one day she heard the ice cream man and excitedly told us, he's not a music man. He's an ice cream man who sells ice cream. She said, Arlo told me that you lied and said he was a music man, Dad. We asked where Arlo lived, and she told us that she lived in her closet. What the hell? That is what... I'd be like, listen here. First of all, Arlo can shut the fuck up. Second Mm -hmm. of all, she can Mm -hmm. also leave my house. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Mm -mm. That's strange. Well... She's spilling the beans over there. She's spilling the beans. <laughs> She's going to tell her what she got for Christmas. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> that would really freak a parent out, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Oof. If they knew there was no possible way that the kid could have seen mm-hmm. where they hid it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ooh, creepy. <clears throat> okay, so this says, story of a family friend who is a single mother. Her and her young daughter, aged three to four-ish, fell on hard times and moved to a cheaper apartment downtown. Her daughter developed an imaginary friend who she claimed was a little girl who visited her through a door in the wall at night. Mm -hmm. Soon, behavioral problems ensued. 
The daughter was not sleeping, complained her friend was mean to her after she said she didn't want to play anymore and wouldn't let her sleep. The daughter started acting out and mom became concerned once heads were ripped off Barbie dolls and eyes and mouths were blacked out with Sharpie. Mm. The last straw was when the mom found burned pieces of doll clothing and hair in the daughter's bedroom. The daughter kept blaming the imaginary friend who was now relaying disturbing tales of how the imaginary friend wanted to play with fire and had burned clothes. Her daughter oh. stated she was afraid of the friend who wanted the daughter to be her forever friend. Oh, God. So the that mom just reminded me of that again. Of the freaking the sixth sense when that kid's like, hey, I know where my dad keeps his gun. Oh, and he turns around. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so the mother is scared and confides in a friend slash neighbor come to find out that the apartment they lived in was remodeled after a former fire in a tragic accident a family perished in the apartment fire including a young girl approximately the age of the daughter they noped the fuck out of there and the daughter resumed her usually happy-go-lucky self she does not remember the imaginary friend whoa even creepy that little girl the ghost girl was a psychopath she killed her fucking she started the fire oh god there's three more oh thank god okay (laughs) oh this one scared the absolute shit out of me i'm gonna poop well it only scared me because uh you'll see so i got you come in here with me while i poop i'm scared (laughs) (laughs) i'll bring franklin in there with me (laughs) and he starts fucking barking at shit and you're fucking mid shit oh god i get up i just get up you fling your shit up later (laughs) okay um i'm not sure if this counts but when i started high school i was put on adhd meds there it is After a while, I convinced myself that I was clairvoyant and would constantly meet the spirit named Amy. Amy started off as a small voice in the back of my head, and she was pleasant. Oh, and the back of my head and be pleasant and slowly grew to a full body presence I could interact with. Honestly, I look back and think I was losing bits of myself while talking to her. She told me about her life before she died and how she was a World War II medic that died because of a bomb and how she so desperately wanted to go see the world. It got to the point my friends knew about her and were worried. Eventually, my parents caught wind of this and took me off those meds, but I still think about how vivid of a personality she was and how she became so real. And I'm not trying to be overdramatic, but I still kind of worry that she could come back. It's really the reason i haven't taken my adhd meds in years i don't want the chance of meeting her again whoa i was like is that supposed to happen right because i just started a new adhd meds Mm -mm. interesting it is very interesting um okay My niece, who was nine at the time, was staying at our house for the summer. One day, she called me to the kitchen, and she said that a friend of hers was coming. Oh, this one scares the shit out of me. Now, I'm a newlywed woman, so of course, I thought the thought of handling children was definitely exciting. The way that person fucking worded that shit was 
slightly disturbing. <laughs> Weird. Um, I did some household chores and told my niece to inform me if her friend arrives so I can welcome her. At around noon, I heard her giggling while running to her designated room that we gave her. And when I finished my chores, I silently went to her door and listened. It sounded like she was with someone. and She didn't sound scared or anything. Just the sound of her laughing freaked me out somehow that day. I just mm-hmm. stepped back and continued my housework. Oof, here it comes. <laughs> but then when my significant other arrived near sunset, my niece Uh, ran to hug him they're really close to each other and she told him about her friend that's when i realized i never heard anyone come down or out since noon when she and her friend went to her room and you didn't fucking greet anyone either exactly she would have known if somebody yeah uh but after my niece finished telling my significant other her story she came right to me and said my friend didn't appreciate you listening to us and that gave me chills to this day. Dude, oh my god. I would have literally been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. Oh no. And how would she have known? Exactly. Or oh, Maybe the feet under the door or something? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But that's... Whoa. Mm. Yeah, I'm scared. I have goosebumps. Here's my last story. Mm. I don't remember this, but my mom has told me when I was about to lose my first tooth, my mom started telling me about the tooth fairy and how if I hid the tooth under my pillow, the fairy would give me some quarters for it. Apparently, I was adamant that I wouldn't be doing that and that the tooth fairy couldn't have it even if she gave me money. Eventually, my mom asked why I was so against it, and I told her I'd already told Banny that he could have it. Banny was my imaginary friend, and he told me that either I gave him the tooth or he comes and tears one out of my gums while I'm sleeping. Jesus. My mom was obviously like, what the fuck? So she kept asking questions. I said that Banny had no mouth and one big tooth coming out of his nose. He needed a second one for the other nostril, I guess. (laughs) Oh, my God. My mom asked where Banny was now and I said he lived behind the trunk my mom moved the trunk up to our crawl space and I never mentioned Banny again oh my god that's terrifying Mm -hmm. was he small he must have been small I don't know that's scary though like even I probably would have laughed at the fucking one big ass tooth but it was a duende I know right yeah fuck all of that did you have an imaginary friend did we? I, I feel like I we've talked know. about that for a little bit before. I think we did because I think I mentioned my brother definitely did for a little oh, bit. But yes. I think that's because of the Ed, Ed, and Eddie episode where Ed had an imaginary friend. Because mm-hmm. his name was Jim and and all of a sudden Jay had a imaginary friend named Jim. But I don't know if it was for real. And I don't remember if I had any imaginary friends. I'll have to ask my mom. I can't Weird. remember if I did. I know that I would play pretend, but I think I played pretend with like my grandma. Like I don't, I don't think right. I would just make up somebody. And I always wanted her to be outside with me. I never wanted to be by myself. Right. So then, what is an imaginary friend? And are they actually all spirits? But we're just not always afraid of them. Mm. Are some of them actually? They look like regular people, not fucking terrifying 
monsters. creatures. Yeah. Um, <sighs> we need to interview some kids. I actually listened to a um, psychologist talk about kids with imaginary friends and apparently kids that are a little bit more outgoing and that are like more creative or like have like outrageous imaginations or whatever um they Mm -hmm. are usually the ones that have imaginary friends and uh, what did he he said it's usually like because they don't either because they don't have anyone to play with or because they have so many things that they want to do or talk about that they just invent somebody to talk to oh, or do another it. personality. Yeah, Whoa. like even if they have siblings, they'll do they'll they want to talk to somebody else that and then usually they make that imaginary friend like give a shit about them like a lot, you know? Right. And your siblings are like, I don't fucking care, get out of my face. True that. So your that's imaginary kinda, friend gives huh, a shit about interesting. you. I don't know if you've heard about this, but do you know what um, aphantasia is? That sounds very familiar. I had a friend on Snapchat um, ask people if if anyone can't visualize things. And apparently that's what aphantasia is, is where you can't pick, like, like you can't imagine things. Oh, like, yeah. in your mind, you can't close your eyes and, like, imagine things. Mm-hmm. And that has always tripped me out. So then there there is definitely a range and a spectrum since like development where kids either can't imagine things or they have like a very large imagination. I just, I don't, how does that work? Like how do you know? Imagine being able to like manifest a a completely new person, like a imaginary friend and you can visualize them and everything and like play with them. I don't know. Just blows my mind. And then it goes away, I guess. Yeah. And then your brain just, continues developing and it's like well i don't need you anymore bye wow and then there's people who can't uh picture things at all like they don't their memories are their memories is the only thing they can really think up but they can't because like, they saw things. it they can't like right. make up something out of thin air my mom's kind of like that exactly but she has crazy ass dreams like i do so i'm not sure what the fuck hmm Maybe that's the only time she can maybe see things. Maybe that blows my mind because I didn't know that was a thing until she, my friend, said that on there, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't imagine that." I I have heard that before. I don't remember where I heard it, but yeah, that's fucking weird. That's or it's not weird. It's just really like it's like my yeah. Ends. Like how the fuck does that happen? Right, and to go through life and not even know until because she didn't know that until. Uh, I guess it was like a deep conversation she had with somebody where they could visualize things. And she was like, what do you mean visualize things? And it it was like mind blowing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's mm, mm, I don't know what the fuck I would do. I don't know either. It's almost like when that kid finds out he's colorblind, I would lose my Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> On, what is it? Little Miss Sunshine? Little Miss Sunshine. I love that movie. Whoa. Me too. I might have to watch it so I can get a good cry out. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there was something else I was gonna say. <sighs> I cannot remember. Imaginary friends, ghosts, paranormal. What? Visualizing. <laughs> what was it? 
Um, no, I don't remember. Remember, remember. Ooh. <laughs> remember, <laughs> Winnie, remember. <laughs> um, fuck, I don't know. Oh, well. No. There's me. I have to know. It'll come to me like fucking three days from now. Right, you're gonna text me. Oh, now I remember. <laughs> well then. Um, I do want to ask our listeners if they had imaginary friends and if anything creepy happen- happened with them. Yeah, guys, that'll be our question on Spotify this week. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have an imaginary friend growing up? Do you know any children who have imaginary friends, ask them about it and let us know what they say because yes. we want to know. Yes. Um, with iPhones and everything now, I don't even think they need imaginary friends. Uh, oh, that's sad. They have other well, things to keep them busy. It's sad. Oh, that's what I was going to fucking talk about. Fucking uh, <laughs> Inside Out. Inside Out? Is that what the oh. movie's called? Yes. Wow, I just fucking... That sounds wrong for, it does. now that you question it to me. It does sound wrong, that movie, right? The Pixar movie. Inside Out. It, that's it weird. Is. Yeah, that's a weird feeling that we both have at yeah, the same time. Yeah, that was weird. It didn't sound right. Um, But Bing Bong. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, who's the friend that likes to play Bing Bong, Bing Bong? Oh, that part God. made me cry. I was not prepared for that. I was watching that with my parents and I had to like wipe away my tears. Dude, for secretly. real. I thought he was going to be a bad guy <laughs> and he ended up being... Right. Wait, technically, are there any bad guys in that? Not really, huh? Um, no. Just the suppression of sadness is kind of the. She's just annoying. Right. It's like you can't not have sadness. Come on. Mm -hmm. That was the whole lesson. That's a good one. It really is. I fucking loved that movie when it came out, and I cried hysterically. (laughs) Yeah, for real. My entire family was like, you are fucking sadness. No, but you need it. You need to have it. I'm not it's sadness important. anymore. I got a little joy. Joy finally took the reins. Yay. Awesome. I feel like there's going to be a part two. There has to be. I think there I is. So much I with feel that like idea. there is. Where did I hear that? It's something else, though. It's not. I think they were going to do but it from the mom's off. perspective or something. I would love that. I don't I fucking remember. But I think there is going to be a number two. There's going to be a sing to. That's fun. Oh, that's cute. I did like that one. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Um, I made Hunter watch uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Have you seen that? I cannot bring myself to watch that whole fucking movie. I don't know really? why. It was good. It's very worth it. Jeremy loves that movie. <laughs> but I. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Um, It's finally like a mental illness thing where there's a man protagonist in there that's, uh, that's handling it i need to get my dad to watch it he would love it because it has sports shit in there <laughs> <laughs> and robert de niro who doesn't love oh, that shit but anywho yeah mental illness it's a thing um a fantasia that's a thing pretty wild stuff the more we find out i wonder if one day there's like a solid answer for brain like how our brains are there is like, gonna just be a black an and white the day that we die we're gonna know everything 
Ooh. Oh my gosh. That DMT trip that happens right seconds Holy before you shit. stop breathing. Yes. I just watched, again, the Lazarus effect. Ooh. I need to rewatch that. And they talk about it. Yeah, I hadn't watched it in a while, and it was very scary. Um, You asked me about Midnight Mass, and um, it's pretty deep. And I, I, like, watched a thing reviewing it, and I completely forgot there's, like, a thing about miscarriage in there. Is there really? So, trigger warning. Yes, which I didn't see coming until we were watching the show, and I was like, oh, no. And then they talk about death, and, like, it's very religion. Like, I don't know. I... I recommend it because it's it's a different take on like horror and like it's they think it's an angel. There's like a vampire and the priest thinks it's an angel and it's very creepy and eerie Ooh. and like everyone's like on board and I'm like, what the fuck? This is horrifying. What do you mean y'all are ready for this angel to come take y'all? Like, come on. And it's the, yeah. so the vampire's pretending to be an angel or like playing along with it? It's I don't know. That's a good point. They never really give the perspective from the vampire. Oh. Um, it doesn't talk or anything. So the, it's just like going along with whatever the priest oh, wants. But scary. you don't really know what its intentions are. It doesn't talk. Yes, dude. It's pretty creepy. Um, but it's a pretty deep show if you ever watch it. Because they talk about death and like what happens and what do you think happens and heaven. and ugh. I'll have to watch pretty it. Good. I'll have to add it to my watch list. Just be ready to cry, because, boy. <sighs> Anywho. Well. Deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Anywho. All right. Well, that was our episode for this week. Let us know what you think. If you haven't left us an Apple review, please do so. And share with your family and friends, because we love it. We'll catch you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. So, did we give you the creeps?